Well, I had a string orchestra in my head. I've never had it. Oh, I have once had it played by a string orchestra. There's plenty of room in there, I'll tell you. Martin Kosh beautifully arranged it for strings for the enormous album that we started to make, thinking we were going to turn it into a Spielberg animation. And Martin Kosh, when he was in Japan, I think, setting up Les Mis somewhere, wrote these fabulous, fabulous arrangements. Somewhere I've got them on DAT, but it has the strings coming up the second verse. Around the time that um, yeah, we'd done the tricycle, yeah, it was, probably was. We'd done the tricycle production, and Cameron said, "Right, let's make a cast recording." And it was how many did we have? Five in the band. Mm -hmm. It was five in the band, but instead of having synthesizer strings, let's have a string section. Instead of having synthesizer brass, have a brass section. So it became this huge, great thing. And then, of course, it cost a bazillion pounds, <laughs> and so it all got abandoned. But we did get a few tracks out of it. Yeah, yeah never released. But, but I think I, I think Wait a Bit is an example. It's a good example from that show because it has. It's a much more eclectic, the show is much more eclectic now. We would never have written that show the way it's ended up because it's been written over no, the charts years. are all writing lines. And, and the, 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 you know, the 10% the, the that was good has stayed, which was the, the song about the limit. There's no hard asking. And now people are doing it, which yeah. is great. You know, people have done homework, saying, "Have you got anything else?" And, and which is how it came about, really, with um, with just sewing my production, just sewing, which I did with Stephen Meir yeah. and Peter McIntosh, who've gone into amazing things. Yeah. Um, we had done honk at the North Shore Music Theatre in Massachusetts, and they said, "Have you got anything else?" And I said, "Well, we've got just so, but it's not really finished yet. You know, I'm always rewriting it." I said, "The only way you can redo it is if I come and do it myself, because I'll drive a director crazy." And um, instead, I drove myself Probably crazy. Got <laughs> Christian Ball. <laughs> He's now oh, we had a great, we smash had a with Barrett Foer as the elephant child. He's now in, in CSI. NCSI. NCSI. And, um, Garrett, Garrett Long. Just yeah, married. Francis um, Jew. An amazing, amazing. It was a great, great cast. And what I love there. about this show, uh, same with Honk in a way, is because you're playing here animals, and in Honk you're playing mostly waterfowl, it's, you can be absolutely multiracial in your casting. And, and with Just So at the, at the um, Massachusetts, I literally cast an American-born Chinese man playing an Indian singing a reggae number. And that's what this show is about. It's about this weird collision of things that happen. Of cultures, which is what Kipling was all about. Yeah. It's a collision mm. of cultures. Mm. And, and somehow it sort of hangs together. And you know, they're, they're larger-than-life characters, and they're, they've got animal traits in the same way that Hong's got um, duck traits. Well, the men don't have animal traits, do No, they're, they're, they're the men don't. Yeah, they have human, homo sapiens traits. Um, oh, that kind of animal. No, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a variety show. It, just so is a variety show, and that's how you should think of it, really. I mean, you know, with the story and with Truth in the Heart, but it does, it does it, it definitely musically, it yeah. gets to run the gamut. Great and I suppose numbers. these numbers, numbers like Does the Moment Ever Come, which is also my other great favourite from that show, in, in a way more favourite than this, because I think Does the Moment Ever Come has a simplicity of structure, which I don't think we've ever... Actually, well, yeah, it's like a double A, and that's mm, it. Mm. There's no B. Mm. Whereas, wait a bit, is a conventional verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Although then those 
the, the second chorus expands and there's mm. a coda. But I, I think if I have a fault with the song, I find it's it's quite performer sensitive. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's got to be very, very well musically directed. Because the trouble is, if you, if you blunder through Why are those things you admire most in others The hardest to find in yourself? Fine, that's one thought. What is it about me that seems to determine I'm destined to life on the shelf? Okay, that's the answer. This wait a bit character waiting to find Whatever it is that I lack Okay, another four bars, whenever they ask the real me to step forward, the real me takes a step back. I think you've got to shape those 16 bars, which is not long for a verse, but it's, mm -hmm. it's longer. And then you've got a 16 bar chorus, and that's maybe where what seems to be a very simple idea. a tune that gives the actor and the character the right sort of thinking time to have the thoughts and that's a great case in point for that introduction to go too fast it's like she'd already prepared her speech it's not like oh my goodness he's left me here I am left on my own what am I how am I feeling about that George sculpts it so that your so that the character is singing at the right tempo to which they're having the thought I think only once did he write a tune I said no that's too it's too fast the thoughts are coming too fast. That, that character can't think that fast. I can't think what example it was, but it was one we were down in France writing something. Mm. And I said, no, it's too, it's too quick for the thought. But this is a perfect example of where you do need simpatico between the, the MD and, and the performer, and trust between the two, that, to sculpt it in the right, so the actor has a chance to think those thoughts. I think the main thing, too, is, is that there's, there's got to be wit. This character's a very witty character. So she can't suddenly become witless and self-pitying in mm. this number. Mm -hmm. It must never be that. She's got to be back because verse, verse, two, verse 2 and chorus 2 is a flashback. The first bit is, this is the status quo. Mm. Why is it this way? And then we go, ooh, back in time. And we relive. And I think, I think that's why performers like doing it. Because it, it is not a one-thought song. You really do get to show what you're capable of doing about taking an audience with you. And, and it's a little, as, as Julia used to say about Steve Sondheim's numbers, they're little one-act plays, and I think this is a little mm. one-act play. Mm. Um, it was a fluke, I don't know how that <laughs>